Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. Hey, Anna. How's it going? It's going great. Nothing abnormal here. Oh, you're telling me, Nick, but we should probably tell the listeners. We no, a... don't tell them. Oh, what? Okay, tell them. Okay, we're in the same room, but we're kind what? of far away. We're in the same room, but, you know, there's 45 feet between Who us. Who gives a shit? <laughs> there's a warehouse. Me, Zach, and Anna have just been, our, our faces couldn't aren't more than two inches <laughs> apart. We're kissing. We're this close to a three-way kiss. <laughs> It's a good time. Uh, yeah, you know, Nick had some AC problems and I offered up my home as a sanctuary. Oh, man, I guess uh, I can't wait to go to Hawaii. You know what? You know how I was talking yesterday about how I might go to Hawaii? Um, yeah. I don't think I can because I think we would have to leave our house in the next two days. Oh, shit. Because it's un we it's unlivable. Yeah. Now, are they able to basically give you a month's off of rent for you to go get an Airbnb? Oh, 100%. Okay. That's what would happen. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, my mom offered we'd come over there, go to oh. Sarasota for a month. Where's Sarasota? That'd be fun. In Florida. Oh, oh right that's right. Right by Tampa. Your parents are in Florida. Yeah. Hmm. 
Tampa just won the Stanley Cup. Oh, God. I don't know what any of these sports references are. It's hockey. Oh, oh yeah. Wait. I have a photo with the Stanley Cup, don't I? Okay. I don't know why I'm asking you. I do. Prove me and it. Ace. Um, me and, okay. So, as part of the Ron Burgundy podcast, Will Farrell had the Stanley Cup brought to our offices and they brought a professional photographer. And let us all take photos with it. It's really funny and it's the stupidest thing in the world. You can just rent the Stanley Cup? No, they like called the, the official handler of the Stanley Cup uh-huh. and invited him to be on the podcast. Whose Stanley Cup was it? I don't recall at the time who technically was in ownership of it. Was but it this last year? Yeah, it was 2019 when we did this. Was it the Caps? Nick, you know I couldn't answer that question. I just don't know hockey very well. <laughs> you don't know hockey very well? Why would you think I did? <laughs> I'm like the last person who knows hockey if you don't know hockey. I'm. We both keep looking at Zach because <laughs> he's our <laughs> only savior. But. Zach, you know hockey, right? Okay. No. Uh, yeah. So if it, uh, Caps won in, in 2018 and in 2019, it was the St. Louis Blues. I didn't even know that was a thing. The St. Louis Blues, are they just like sad? Um, yeah, they're just sad. <laughs> you got it. The St. Louis Blues. They're the saddest hockey players in town. All right. Um, no, I believe uh, you know, St. Louis is that a town known for blues? Or maybe it's they're from somewhere else. You know, like the Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. They're from New Orleans. Oh, they moved. But they were only a team in New Orleans for like four years in the 60s. And they've been in Utah for 40 years, 50 years. And uh, and they're just inexplicably known as the Jazz. That, yeah, that makes sense. Um, my dad's a big Jazz fan, so I don't really want to talk about it any further. Oh, good. Because I bored myself, which is usually your job. Yeah, that's true. I'm the boring one of the show. Okay, let's get into it because this is an exciting episode. Um, Kind, not really. So, so um, Below Deck, Mediterranean, season five, episode 14. And guess what? We have the arrival of Aisha. Aisha, Aisha, the Geisha given Felicia. <laughs> yes, bitch. I love Aisha. And let me tell you, Aisha comes in, reads the room within seconds, and basically says, This crew sucks. Yeah, they're not my guys. There's no Bunta. There's no Bunta. Yeah, but no one is able to talk. Yeah, so Aisha says she really hopes they have a good interior team this season because she wants to get the praise from Captain Sandy this season, which if you recall last season, Captain Sandy kind of hated on the interior team. Um, Did Aisha work with Bugs? No. Aisha worked with Anastasia and Hannah. Mm. And for a hot second, June. June. Oh, June. June, a.k.a. Jen. Wow, June. She was the worst date <laughs> anyone's ever had on this show. She refused to acknowledge if she was single or seeing someone. That was awful, man. She's a weirdo. Yeah, you're telling Mimi. I am telling you, yeah. No one else will listen to me talk about Below Deck. No, 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 no. Also, contractually, you're only allowed to speak to Below Deck about 
to me. Mm, interesting. I can't wait till that sentence makes sense. <laughs> Contractually, you're only allowed Doesn't to speak matter. about below deck to me. Contractually. All right, buddy. I don't make the rules, Nick. <laughs> yeah, or the, or the complete sentences. <laughs> God makes the rules. All right. Well, everyone tries to shake Aisha's hand, but she goes in to hug everyone because she's the best. She's the friendliest, coolest person ever. She's always like, oh! She makes that noise a lot. Um, and there's a split second of confusion when Captain Sandy tells Aisha that Bugs is her chief stew. Uh, and it's like it all comes back to her. And she says, Hannah texted her that she isn't working anymore, but no one is telling her what really happened in that, like why Hannah's gone. She's trying to figure it out. And it's interesting. I wonder like Hannah's being like, don't worry about it. It was just some drama. And then the crew's like, yeah, we'd rather not say. Like, why wouldn't anyone tell Aisha what happened? Um, because they don't trust her. They don't trust Aisha. They're no. like blabbermouth. She's not one of them. Oh. She's why well, she's in such a good mood. <laughs> you wouldn't trust someone like that. Why? So why are you smiling so much? You where are you that you're smiling so much? I love her. Untrustworthy. I love her so much. She's my best friend, Aisha. Uh yeah, no, Lyra agrees. That she's my best friend? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, that's all she ever says. She's like, when we're watching the show, she's like, that's Anna's best friend. I knew it. Lyra gets it. Uh, anyway, so um, they leave. They then leave to cross the passage to Ibiza while Bugs gives Aisha the full rundown. And Aisha says, Aisha, this is Aisha says she was in Ibiza about a month ago with her brother and sister-in-law. And she says, she, she says, it's the party capital of the world with some of the best clubs to ever yeah. have existed. Yeah, it's really weird because she's like, people get crazy in Ibiza. It's like a sexual paradise. I went there with me brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is weird. It's like, okay. Um, and I, Aisha's also excited that Johnny Damon and his wife are coming on board because they're so fun. Because technically Aisha was there when Johnny came on with Michelle. Season last season four. Oh yeah, and he was uh, really cool. You know, he came away looking pretty cool. You know, and then this time less so. How so? I think he came off as like fun and chill and down to earth and just a drunk old guy. I guess he was like the least problematic drunk that we've ever seen, but he just got so drunk. Yeah, I guess more in the next episode. Yeah. Well, Rob says he would die happy um, not going to Ibiza because it's a trigger for him. And uh, when he was younger in his crazy days, he knew if he had gone to Ibiza, he would not come back. And and he's been in his head a lot thinking, overthinking it. Um, I would argue Rob doesn't leave his head. Um. Yeah. Why would you when you're having when it's when you're basically like. At a comedy show. You know, <laughs> if I was Rob and I had those funny street jokes bopping through my head, I would never need to talk to anybody. Yeah. I would eventually, I would occasionally be like, You have big boobs. You come into my bed. You know, Nick. Oh my God. What? Yeah, I feel like it's Beetlejuice. You know, if you say Rob's name three <laughs> times, he always shows up. Nick, it's me, Rob. Hey, Rob. What's going on? Let me guess. You've got a joke. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I, okay. What washes up 
on really small beaches. On really small beaches. Really small beaches. Can you give me a second? Because I want to get this one. Okay. Brushes up. Uh, I can't wait um, long. Hold on. No, you're going to have to. Because I feel like it has something to do with trash. No. Okay. I feel like it has something to do with plastic. I don't know what that is. Okay. I feel like it has something to do with kelp. It's microwaves. Oh. What? Microwaves. Oh. Small beaches. Right. Yeah. I guess the size of the beach doesn't affect the waves is my only thing. But I get it. That's very funny. Thank you, Rob. Do you have another one? Yes. Oh, my God. What news? What do you call a rich elf? A rich what? Elf. Elf. A rich elf. What do I call a rich elf? I get it. I know what it is. I know. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay. An elf made millionaire. That's a great answer, but no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's genius. Yeah, you almost got it. No, it's wealthy. Wealthy? Oh my God. <laughs> you have to change that wherever that is to elf made man immediately. But elves are not men. <laughs> wow, you've thought about stuff I haven't considered. I'm sorry. You're so enlightened. All right, Rob, get the fuck out of here, okay? We Bye, have a Rob. show to do. I love you. I love you too. Wow. God, fuck that guy. He's so cool. Wealthy? No, I don't <laughs> like that. Dare I don't like that. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, so um, Bugs is giving Aisha the rundown, and she says that Aisha says she's very close with Hannah and she knows that her and Bugs don't get along very well, but she's trying to form her own impression of Bugs. And so far, Bugs is chill, so she hasn't had to be a dick to her. It's like, how would Aisha ever be a dick to anyone? No, no. <laughs> Sorry, I was just looking at your face. It's awful. I don't know what's worse, your banter or your face. <laughs> That's how she would be awful. Yeah, that's true. Even her awfulness is like kind. Yeah, it's endearing. Come here. Um, come here, Ace. Ace, come here. Yeah, good boy. So that's just some background noise for you guys of Ace jumping on Nick's lap. Yeah, background noise directly into the microphone. Yeah, so Tom says Johnny being a baseball player makes him nervous because so, he knows nothing about American baseball. Who said that? Tom, the show. Oh, Tom. I was afraid it was going to be Alex. Um, yeah, well, nobody needs you to know yeah. about baseball. It doesn't affect someone's, like, food preferences. I didn't get that either. I was like, you're the chef. Oh, no. I'm going to have to des- deliver dessert into an upside-down tiny helmet. <laughs> That's the only way he knows how to eat. He's going to make nachos. <laughs> yes. I've got some nachos topped hot dogs for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I was like, you don't need to know anything about baseball, fool. Like, he's not going to come up to you and quiz you on, like, what baseball is. Anyway, Aisha says she just came from Bali and Jack and her are not together anymore because he said he wanted to go back to London. And she was supposed to go see him in London, but he went back to his ex-girlfriend when they were still together. And she had to find out by watching her Instagram stories. And she was like, get fucked, Jack. And they parted ways. So. Yeah, I would like to hear a little more of that story, but... We've already talked about it in I depth. I know. 
I just, Jack's a real bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. I wish he would have come back, but unfortunately. <laughs> Jack! Such a fucker. I don't know how he couldn't get used to that. <laughs> Why you? Well, he he had a baby, remember? With his girlfriend? Yeah. Can't do much. Can't beat a, a girl who has your baby. Has your guy's baby. Yeah, well, Jess is like, Aisha's really cool, but why wasn't I made the second stew? <laughs> it's like, well, and then she learns that she's mostly going to be in laundry for this up- upcoming charter and is like, oh, great. But then Bugs is like, well, you should keep doing your table settings because you're so creative and I want you to get complimented this this charter. And she's like, oh, Jess is a, a simple woman. Ace, quit licking Nick into the microphone. <laughs> It's just so loud. She really is attacking me. It's a he. Ace, come here. Dogs are boys and girls. I know. Ace, what are you doing? This is a disruption. Zach, be the engineer slash dog wrangler. Nah, he's good. He's good. He's a good puppy. So they get to Abitha. And they have to get into a very tight spot. And a bunch of people are watching. Oh, my God. Is it going to go over well? Oh, no. They nail it. They um, nail it. So, yeah, take a drink. All right. You know the rules. Chugga, chugga. They pretended the docking was going to be drama, but it was totally cool. There were cool. so many people watching. Is that what people just do? They just, like, wait for boats to dock? Hey, everybody. <laughs> get out of here. There's another one parking. My family would just set up in a parking lot, you know. <laughs> Tailgate it? Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, the guests are arriving, and Alex is so pumped up. Johnny Damon, come on. And he he says he's the man from Boston, and they're, he's their leadoff guy. And he was Boston's hero for a while. But then they hated him for a while because he went to the Yankees and got a haircut. But he still has a place in Alex's heart. The Yankees require haircuts. Do they really? You can't have long hair or facial hair if you're a Yankee. Are you serious? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Why? Um, because Steinbrenner, he's old school. Oh, I don't even know who that is. He's the owner. Well, I mean, he's the old owner with the same name as the current owner because he's the dad of the current owner. Yeah. Okay. George Steinbrenner. He's the the he's Mr. Yankee. Current current Steinbrenner is Hal Hal Steinbrenner. He's nepotistic little shit. He's basically like one of the kids from the last charter. Oh, yeah. Hey, Zach, can you confirm that about uh, the Yankees facial hair? Nope. Wow. This guy only knows basketball. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, do the Dodgers have any rules? No, Dodgers got no rules. (laughs) Uh, maybe you've seen their most famous picture on uh, a thousand murals in Echo Park, but uh, that dude was a fatty. Who was it? What's his name? Fernando something? I don't know. Valenzuela. Uh, yeah. He was a fatty. Wow. <laughs> he never going <laughs> That fat fuck, he didn't follow any rules. Uh, I guess they had CC Sabathia as the Yankees. Anyway. Mm. Well, Aisha notices one of the guests with Johnny and Michelle is this woman named Adina, who had previously come on the boat with the Queen of Versailles, Jackie. 
And she says she's cool, but she can't handle her alcohol very well. And as soon as she says that, Adina immediately falls, breaks her champagne glass, cuts her hand, is bleeding everywhere, gets blood on the cushions and the deck. And Malia comes out and gives her medical attention. Now, why are people like this allowed on Hank Steinbrenner. Maybe it was Hank Steinbrenner. Okay. Why are people like Adina allowed on boats? Well, those are the only people who get on boats. I don't know if you've noticed. It's the most dangerous situation to have the drunkest person on. Oh, oh, I guess she's not as drunk as. Shit. What was that lady's name? Well, people get drunker on the boat than they do on land. I guess so. Because you're on vacay and you're just trying to live it up. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I would die if I ever rent. If I ever had the money to rent a boat like that for three days, I would probably never come back because I like fell overboard. They say you get drunker at a higher altitude. So if you're drinking in Denver, you get drunker a little quicker. And, but that's, that's water, right? Alcohol. No, no, (laughs) I'm not saying you get drunk off off water. I'm saying if you're on the boat on water, that's not the highest altitude. Well, it could, no, it, it's probably sea level. Okay. How <laughs> many guess right around sea level? Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! That was right over my head. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck, you guys? Uh. Shit, let's take a quick commercial break and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. 
So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. And we're back. I, I Googled sea levels and I'm still dumb. So um, Bug says Aisha checks all her boxes and she's really hoping everything goes smoothly with her and things are just chill as can be. And Aisha, Aisha and Jess agree that they would rather be second stews because the chief stew job would be way too much pressure. And I really, I think Aisha could handle it. Sorry, Jess. But I don't think... You're not both second stews. No. You're a third stew. No, not at all. Um, I think... Um, I think... Aisha could handle being a uh, uh, chief stew, but there is no way Jess could ever be a chief stew. Uh, no, no, no. I don't think Aisha could be. You don't think so? No, I feel like she doesn't want to make people do stuff as much as Bugs does. Bugs is just like a like a type A control freak. Yeah. Like, I think Aisha could be like... Um, a Greenpeace volunteer on the street with a clipboard. Oh, yes. But maybe sure. not Chief Stew. Okay. What a terrible... She <laughs> could be that person that's like, excuse me, and you're like, get out of my face. Well, I didn't say it was a compliment. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so the guests are loving the food at lunch, and they say it's much better than last season's, and they say um, it's the best food they've had since uh, coming to Spain. And then Tom Googles baseball and he's making a baseball themed dessert, which actually looked pretty cool. It's like a little like green gelatin, but then like a nuts, uh, broke, broken nuts. Jesus. Uh, nuts, uh, like a, what are those things called that they like have to stand on? Base? Whatever. He makes a little chocolate baseball, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't know how to describe anything in baseball. He made a base for it to stand on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Doesn't really seem like it would hold something up since it's just a flat piece on the ground. But it was made out of like nuts. A nut base. Maybe nut base. Uh, a nut mound. Mound. Nut mound, yeah. A nut mound. Yeah. Pitcher's mound. Pitcher's nut mound. Mm hmm. Yeah. So. Johnny Damon, famous pitcher. He was a pitcher? No. Oh. Hmm. What was he? Just a hitter? <laughs> I don't know anything. About uh, I mean, there's uh, there are people who are just hitters, um, but everyone usually plays a base. I'm uh, not sure, you know, maybe like first base. <laughs> he looks like a first base kind of guy. Should we Google Johnny Damon? Here, let's see. Johnny Damon, no relation to Matt, huh? Uh, yeah. Okay. Outfield. <laughs> Outfielder. You're right. So he didn't play. Played in Major League Baseball from 1995 to 2012. Wow. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. That is a long time. This is this question. Uh, what does Johnny Damon do now? Damon enjoyed playing the game of baseball. Okay, that's not really. And he did for as long as he possibly could. Again, that's not. When he was a, uh, he was a player who impacted the league early on in his career and towards the end of his career. Okay, this is not answering the question. He is now enjoying life after baseball. Here we go. Spending time with his family. And Does he friends. have kids? Do they have kids? Michelle and Johnny? Uh, I don't think so. 
Huh. Because there's a one point when he's really drunk and he's like, we should have more kids. Oh, he shouldn't have more kids, right? Yeah, so here's his children. Drianna Michael Damon, Dasha Damon, Jackson Damon, Devin Rose Damon, Madeline Damon, Dahlia Damon, and Danica Rain Damon. Seven kids. From Michelle or different moms? All I can tell you is that's Johnny Damon's kids. Jesus Christ, the fool has like 45 kids. Yeah. Two marriages, eight okay. children. Eight children. Oh, jeez. His high school sweetheart in 92 when he was 19. They had twins and then divorced. And then in 2004, he married Michelle. And then... Oh, my God. Michelle had like six Six more kids. kids, yeah. Damn, Michelle looks great for six kids, honey. But ugly for less kids? No, I mean, like, knocking out six kids is a lot of BB butts. That's a lot of babies, baby. Yeah. Damn, baby. Yeah. She looks good. That's why she got so mad that that lady made that Spanx comment. Well, that was her. Oh, that was her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She was like, bitch, I don't need Spanx. I had six kids. Yeah. How many kids did you have, bitch? How, who paid for this boat, bitch? The kids. Yeah. What? I don't know. All right. Well, Rob's being all weird and he says, my ex-girlfriend reached out to me and she's going through a lot. And he doesn't know how to explain that to Jessica. I would, uh, here's a hot tip. Um, don't tell her, Rob. I don't know if you read the room yet, but Jessica going to kill you. But he doesn't want her to find out without him telling her because he thinks that would be worse. Okay, you sound more like Dracula. (laughs) 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 I guess it it goes with the coffin vibe. Count Dracula, Rob's father. Papa? <laughs> Hello. I taught him everything he knows. I was his comedy teacher. <laughs> like the least funny part, oh, I guess. He's got jokes. Well, anyway. Um, yeah, so the guests are going down the slide, but there's jellyfish in the water, so they have to be careful not to get stung. And, and Malia's like, we'll just put one of the deck crew out there to let you know if there's a jellyfish coming at you. And it's like, well, what about one of the deck crew getting stung by a jellyfish? Well, I have a joke for you. Okay. This was one of Rob's favorite jokes as a child. Mm-hmm. What time is the best time to make a dentist appointment? Tooth hurdy. How dare you? <laughs> you will be condemned to a life. Time of pain now. Uh, <laughs> sorry to bring down the room. I've got to go, Rob, because I've got to go see my main family. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you choke. <sighs> I'm tired. I bet you are, brother. All right. Got to go to sleep. Good night. Good night.
this idiot. <laughs> People don't realize how much we fought. This in is these absurd. <laughs> this is absurd. Why do I sleep in a coffin? Because I fought too much. And I don't want anyone to smell it. I'm a sleep farter. <laughs> what is this bit? <laughs> Should I just like let you go for 10 hours? There's no reason to stop comedy gold. Mm-hmm. But you could stop this, I guess. Yes, please. Um, guess, guess who's passed out cold while everyone else is playing with the water toys? Let me guess. Count Dracula. No, Adina. Menzel? Yes. Adele Dezim? Yes, Adele Dezim. That's a classic moment in cultural history. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, Jess says she hates to admit it, but her job has been a lot easier since Bugs took over and she has clear direction now and things are starting to be more fluid. And I'm like, wow, strike one against you in Hannah's eyes. Hannah's dead. Okay, that's aggressive. Um... Captain Sandy asks Rob if he's tired uh, because they're in the crew mess. And he's like, no. No, this is just my personality. (laughs) I know that is. He literally is. It is his personality. He's like, no, I'm actually incredibly well rested. I just slept for 15 hours. (laughs) And there was no light to bother me because I slept in a, uh, actually, a, a bed. Say coffin? Yeah, no, it's the cabins are like coffins, which is why I got into yachting. <laughs> it's true. Mr. Yeah. Potter. He literally says, I'm just very checked out. She's like, what? And then he's like. You know, from Czechoslovakia. I'm very much in my own head overthinking. And Captain Sandy's like, um, I have never, ever seen anyone not even fake it for a captain when they ask. Hey, how you doing? You just go, yeah, great, great. Your gets your voice gets all high pitched because you're lying, but that's all oh, that matters. I'm sorry. I thought you actually cared how I was doing. Yeah. And now he's gonna spiral, thinking too much about that. <sighs> I've got to lie to the captain. That's no not matter my style. That's just not my style. I refuse to lie ever. I refuse to deceive. Can you believe how different our impressions would be if Pete was more in this show? I assume they 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 swapped Pete with more Rob. And it's so Because they didn't annoying. put any more Alex in. No. Malia's barely in it. They literally were like, give them more Rob. And we're all like, dude, this guy offers nothing. He I'm offers the star nothing. of the show. <laughs> Do you guys mind if I give a TED talk? (laughs) My nightmare. Imagine (laughs) going to Burning Man with Rob. I'm actually having a great time. It's my personal hell. Do not like to party. I've got some unlabeled Ziploc bags with pills in them. (laughs) Well, Malia's really concerned now because Rob is a fucking weirdo. But um, the guests are having a colorful themed dinner party and the stews are all wearing tutus and face paint. And Captain Sandy comes in to check with Johnny at dinner and he says the food is warm, but not hot. Then she freaks out and goes to tell Tom that they have to figure out a way to make his food hot. 
But he does actually like the food a lot, so I don't even know. Um, but if Captain Sandy even hears like the food, it exists, she'll like freak out and go to the chef and be like, "Just so you know, the food exists, and we t- we need to make it not exist." Like she cannot be told anything. Just say, "Hey, you know what, Captain yeah. Sandy? This food is the absolute best thing in the world. Leave your chef alone." Um, he said the beef was was red and brown, but. He expected it to be blue and green. Come on, Tom. This is, this is, I, we need Michelin star service here, okay? You gotta make the, the beef green. <laughs> Fucking nonsense. Talking about it. Such nonsense. Um, anyway, in the process of bringing Johnny's food uh, with a bowl over it to keep it hot, the bowl, the bowl falls and it knocks half the food off a different plate. Um, and Bugs is like, oh no, Tom's gonna freak the fuck out. But, She's so nervous about well, Tom. I don't know if you noticed. Tom Tomster? Is, Tom is terrifying. Tom's a monster. Tomster. I would hate to upset Tom. He'd be mm-hmm. like, La! I mean, actually, it makes a lot of sense that he worked under um, Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay, yeah. Yeah, he's like Gordon Ramsay light. Yeah. He's like, I learned to be a f- pretend to be the chillest guy ever yeah. until you upset me. What are you? Or maybe he does it for sandwich. TV like Gordon Ramsay apparently does. Um, yes, but he also does it for not TV. Does he? Yes. I used to work in one of his restaurants Did in you London. Really? Yes. No, you didn't. Yes, I was a sous chef, actually. What? Who are you? I was a chef that was actually also a lawyer. And I would <laughs> sue people. They called me the sous chef. <laughs> Save it for the stage that doesn't exist anymore um actually no what's interesting is have you ever seen like uh matt what is it like master chef juniors where it's all the kids quite a few times and he's just like so nice to the kids Mm -hmm. it's very frustrating to me well that's what it calls for he's an actor it's so frustrating i'm like just beat them up uh no don't do that i don't know why i said that but like give them some like what (laughs) beat up the children that's the show you want to watch. I'm delirious. You only want to watch shows that were conceived in the movie uh, Idi- 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 Idiocracy. Like, ow, my balls. Yeah. So anyway, uh, actually, it turns out Tom's really chill and he puts the plate together with calm and doesn't seem to be that upset. Well, he had an extra. Sure, yes. So after dinner, a really drunk Michelle and this other girl, Shauna, fight because Shauna points out that or says that Michelle's wearing Spanx. And Michelle pulls up her underwear and goes, no, it's a thong. It's not Spanx. And it's just drunk nonsense. And then Michelle tells tells Shauna, she's like, shut up. Your voice is like really annoying. And it's like, you guys both have the most annoying voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, annoying voice. And then Aisha comes over and she's like, you guys, <laughs> you have the cutest banter. <laughs> That's what I need. But these people are pricks and losers. Yeah. And then uh, Shauna apologizes to Michelle and everything's okay. And guess what? It's the next day. Uh, let's see. Guess what? It's the same day? Next day. Oh, next day. Do you think you're funny? No. Do you think you're funny? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, anyway, Rob tells Jess that he's been communicating with his ex and she gets very upset and tells him she is not okay with that. And that's a red flag. 
And then on the deck, Alex gives Rob advice to be like, be like, I sh- I would have never, I- just be happy I even told you. Like, what if I didn't even tell you? Just be a grown woman about it and don't give me shit about it. And Rob says he's irritated. He says, I'm very irritated because I can't control if someone texts me. Can't you tell I'm irritated? Yeah. And My he- father could always tell. <laughs> no, it's his mother. My mother, she never knew anything about me. <laughs> no, his mother did know about everything about him. Well, anyway. She didn't know my secrets. Anyway, he says that it's really making him look at the fact if that he, if he, it's making him really look at if he really wants to spend time with Jess in Bali. I don't know, man. You already changed your ticket. I would just stick with it. I just got an email. Mm-hmm. From well, the, the man who sold me my car, he wants to keep in touch. <laughs> I don't, don't give a shit. <laughs> I just don't give a shit at all. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're gonna love listening to it and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Nick, please don't bring up your emails anymore. (laughs) I have so many more I'd like to discuss. (laughs) Yeah, let's not. You're like Rob. You're turning more and more into Rob as this episode goes on. Oh, really cool? Yes, that's what I meant by Rob. Jesus Christ. Anyway, Alex tells Jess to be more understanding about the situation with Rob. And that, like, annoys Jess to no end. 
Uh, and she says, this is his negative shit. And now she has to deal with it. And he should just block the bitch and get rid of her. She does have a point. No. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, Jess says every once in a while, demon Jess can come out. And with her ex, they got into a fight and she destroyed his new house. His new house. His new house. And she's really hoping that demon Jess doesn't come out again. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to need to hear that again. What? Yeah. Uh, are you talking about Bielsa J. Wow? <laughs> she destroyed someone's home? Are you talking about Smashton? No, it sounds like she doesn't even need to drink for this demon just to Yeah, come out. she destroyed a man's home. Um, okay, so is Rob in the wrong? Only if he's not being honest about... Uh, Jess's existence to his ex-girlfriend. But I don't know that because for some reason they're not showing us his texts. No. They do that with other people. They showed us fucking Pete's text. But can you imagine Robert letting them see his text? Um, why would Pete? I mean, those texts to that girl were yeah, insane. But Pete is trash and Rob is going to be like, those are private messages. If anyone wants to use my messages, I've got a coffin I can sell you. <laughs> because your body will need a coffin after I am done killing it. Jesus. That's how he gets his good looks. He drinks virgin blood. So, <laughs> this is my nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you make me laugh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, clear your throat as the character. <laughs> okay. Well, Bugs. Okay. Bugs is sending Aisha to the day club with the guests and she gets very excited. And Captain Lee's like, you can't, that doesn't mean you can drink. And she's like, no, I'm just excited to be there. So meanwhile, everyone who's not going gets to fuck off on the boat and yeah. do the slide. And yeah, play with all the water toys. Fuck around. Yeah. Not work. Yeah. But, but Aisha like, ah! <laughs> actually does do a bit of drinking. Does she though? Yes. Like, <laughs> She does. You don't think it's so serious. Well, man. I mean, you know, your face exchanged. <laughs> it kind of like. Well, she did. Whatever. She well, did. Remember when um, Bugs was teaching oh. Jess how to make the uh, what? Nothing. I just you were asking me to remember stuff. <laughs> Bugs asked. No, Bugs was showing Jess how to make a espresso martini, and then Jess tried some of it and was like, "Oh, it's terrible." Technically, she drank some alcohol in front of Bugs. Wow, she didn't drink the whole thing. She was like, make me another one and let me taste that one as well. (laughs) She took a taste, but it looked like Michelle only poured a little bit of alcohol in Aisha's mouth. Yeah, that's understandable. That's like a vegan chef, you know, tasting a little meat. Going. Yeah, and spitting it out. Yeah, well, anyway. And serving that to the guests. (laughs) Like a bird. Um. Spitting it in their mouth. What if there was a dish where the, the chef is like, I'm sorry, but there's only one way to eat this dish. Well, that's dish. called uh, I've got Alicia, to baby bird it into your Alicia mouth. Silverstone feeding her children. Ew. You don't remember that? I do. Yeah. So Drew Barrymore, she's got her new show, right? Sorry. Her, did, I, her, uh, did I knock something over? I don't know. Her uh, 
talk show. Yeah. So I saw some clips and uh, why is she doing that? I don't know. What's going on over there? I don't give What's a shit. What's her need to do that? It's because her best friend, Cameron Diaz, retired from acting. She doesn't know what to do. I'm sorry. Does that get too serious? Yeah, I don't think that's the reason. Okay. Well, the guests head out to the club, uh, the day club, and Aisha and Pete go with them. Uh, and apparently it's a, it's a Ibiza closing party, which is a thing. I don't know what that means. And Aisha says it's like a real like real life acid trip, and it's like you're at a weird drunken circus in a dream. And it's really cool. It's like a bunch of just people in like circus outfits walking around on like elephants. Were there elephants? I don't remember. Uh, just like parade floats. And the the rest of the crew, yeah, they play with the water toys back on the boat. And Alex says a bunch of shit to Bugs about like loving her, or whatever the fuck. And then. Love you. It's difficult because you don't touch me. He's, he thinks he's friend zoned in this opinion. Yeah, he's like, I'm freaking friend zoned over here with freaking freaking bugs. I'm also freaking friend zoned with Johnny Damon. This freaking dude won't even like freaking play catch <laughs> with me. It's like, I want to have a catch with you, man. Because, like, he was born with dad to me than my dad was, man. You will never know. I grew my hair long when I was freaking 12 years old because I, I saw you won a freaking World Series, man. You were fucking cool, dude. Where you going? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk more. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Well, anyway, Jess is like on a jet ski and she gets off the jet ski and she tells or Alex. like jet ski. Okay, mm-hmm. that, that look you just gave me uh, burned the hole in my uterus. <laughs> what? Your uterus? Yeah, I basically don't even have one anymore. Oh, huh. I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> so Jess gets off the jet ski and she tells Alex that she's having heart palpitations and she needs to like sit down and, and Malia joins her and he's like, just breathe, just breathe. She's like, I'm sorry, the ghost of Hannah entered my body and now I have anxiety attacks. Well, earlier she said she had a stomach ache. Oh, no. So I don't know what's it's going on. Creeping with, up. I don't know what's going on with Jess, but Malia's concerned and that's the end of the episode. Are we ready for some boat facts? Boat facts with, with Nikki T's. All right, dog. All right, dog. You ready? No. At night. All right? Yes. A vessel at anchor. Okay. You know, like these guys do sometimes. hmm Must display what? A, side lights. B, masthead light forward. C, all around white light. D, no lights are required. What's the answer? Mast lights? C, all around white lights from uh. every direction must be visible. Now you know. That's Bofax and Nikki T. Wow. Oh, that makes sense. I don't know why I said mast lights. Yeah, what the fuck? <sighs> yeah, if you're like anchored, people need to know where you are feel like in the middle of the you water. Don't, you don't even watch this show. Yeah, a part of me feels like maybe I don't either. Everything is always the most dangerous thing they've ever done. <laughs> so if the anchor, so if the boat starts to move around and the anchor starts to get tangled, well, that's it. Everybody on this boat will lose <laughs> their legs like that. 
too real. <laughs> All right, guys. Wow, that was such a great episode. It was a little shorter, kind of, not really. But uh, yeah, we were just talking Below Deck Season 5, Episode 14, guys. We wow. have six more episodes. Wow. What a shiite show. Wow. Shit show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I love every single one of you. Uh, you can. F- that was me kissing you on your cheek. You can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. I'm at Anna Hosnia. Nick is at Nick's Turners. Hey. Hey, you. Why don't you leave us a five? St- I can hear you scratching your head. I know. It's fun. <laughs> Why don't you leave us a five star fucking review, baby? Also, it must have been nice the last episode for all the listeners to realize why the shows had been coming out twice a day. Oh, because I don't think- they don't they wouldn't have known until we announced it yesterday. Yeah. Oh, or I guess we didn't even announce it. I guess we're announcing it now. So it's not until this episode that you realize why why we're doing it. Yeah, the episodes are all dropping twice a day now, which I'm sure I posted on Instagram at some point. But basically, the reason is we had to get all our episodes out before the next season started. November, October 2nd. November November 2nd. November 2nd. October 2nd. Because, yeah, the new season starts and we want to be weekly by then and we want to have new guests. I have an idea. Why don't Mm. you guys tweet at us (gasps) what guests you want on the show? Tweet guests. Do you have, like, people you like? Who are people you like? And also... We need to know who watches Below Deck. Yeah, tell us who you like that watches Below Deck so we can have them on our show as a guest if we like them. Yeah. But anyway, we would love that. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Oh, you're right. I have to do that. Oh, wait. One more thing. Leave us a five-star review. We would love that. Also, check out our merch on Public, guys. We would also love that. All right, bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them. 
know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 